Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Hope you're having a great day. We have got a fun guest for you on the show, and this falls into the entertainment category, Cameron Arnett. He's an actor, and I think you'll absolutely be inspired by his story as he shares his journey leaving Hollywood and then back to Hollywood. So you're going to love it, and it's it's just a wild story. So uh, we'll get to him in just a moment. Want to remind you to check out unpackingit.com slash fantasy to join one of our three fantasy leagues. And so we got three different styles of, of gameplay or, or setup, and so you can check those out. We've got a, a standard league, an auction league, and then a 32-team NFL Franchise League. So check out all the details, unpackingit.com slash fantasy. And then you can also purchase the Fantasy Football Fellowship Playbook that takes biblical concepts and relates them to fantasy football. And so it's a lot of fun uh, to go through the book with your league, and you can do that throughout the season. And, and so each week uh, takes a, a different fantasy concept and then relates it to the Bible. So uh, check that out, fantasyfootballfellowship.com. So Cameron Arnett is an actor that I watched in the movie Overcomer, uh, which I saw last summer. And actually, that was probably the last movie I saw in the theater because my daughter was born like within a week or two after I saw that movie with my wife. And, and it was just an inspiring movie. Encourage you to check it out. Uh, great family film. But Cameron's role in that movie, he played a, a blind man and he was in the hospital and the performance that he has in that movie is really good, like really strong, great character, great acting. And, and Cameron just uh, did a wonderful job. So excited to talk to him today. Before we do that, let me ask you this. Do you need to get your own health insurance? Well, go to Health Market Genius. Dot com. Know your options. It's healthmarketgenius.com. Support them as they support us. Well, here we go. It's actor Cameron Arnett. Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is actor, producer, author, speaker, and director Cameron Arnett. He starred in America's number one family film for 2019, Overcomer. And this year he's in I Still Believe. Early in his career, he appeared on Miami Vice, Star Trek The Next Generation, and Doogie Howser, M.D. 
He was recently <laughs> awarded Actor of the Year by ICFF. Coming up in 2020, he's got nine projects set to release, including Discarded Things and The Wager. Before becoming an actor, he played college football at Miami from 1979 to 1980 as a defensive back. Cameron, thanks for being with us here on Unpacking It. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. And I am great. Uh, great to be with you. Great to be alive. Great to see what God is doing, not only in sports, but in, in, in film and television and, and all around. And so we find ourselves in a crazy time, but, you know, God is still on the throne, so it's all good. Amen. I'm right there with you. And, uh, of course, I'm a huge sports fan, but but I'm a, a big entertainment fan as well. And so I love movies and TV. And, and the reality is, without as much sports going on the last few months, I've had more of an opportunity to catch up on some movies. And uh, so it's been a, a fun time for me. But but for you, how has the pandemic uh, affected you? And and I'm surprised to to read and say that that nine projects are set to release this year yeah. despite the pandemic. So how how is that happening? Yeah, you know, again, it's, it's a God thing, and it's not really explainable, man. I'll, I'll be honest with you. My wife and I are here, and it's been now. Wow, I, you know. And the other day, I realized it's been like basically about four or five months, and God has just been continually blessing continually opening doors and making things happen. And it just almost doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, I had an opportunity to even to, to walk away and to go do a, a, a television pilot and come back. And so all those things are still going on and to watch all this stuff happening in the midst of this. And uh, I think one of the great things that, 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 I, that has come out of it for me is that in the first seven years of our lives being married, we made a, a specific choice to uh, be in the same place at the same time. We didn't only had one car, those kind of things, just so we weren't like ships, you know, in, in the night passing each other by in order to have that foundation in our marriage. And so 23 years later, here we find ourselves in the last couple of months in the same kind of situation, not by our choosing, but however, because we did that at the beginning, our foundation is so strong, our marriage is so strong, um, being able to come back and have that uh, time spent at home with one another again has been sweet. It's been wonderful. And um, we've been able just to uh, come together and, and, and um, just watch God be God, man. Um, my, my wife has been, since we've been home, my wife's been promoted. She's got a raise. You know, ah. it's just, just things that you can't, can't explain. But um, we haven't been impacted um, negatively other than the fact that we're watching people around us. Mm be affected, of course, and, you know, you know, being a, a man of God, you're dealing with a heart for people. So you're watching um, not only the the effects of a disease are on people, but also the effects of the fear on people, the effects mm -hmm. of, you know, all, all the chaos that's happening and surrounding and how people are dealing with it. And it's a time to really be still and know that he's God. But at the same time, you're watching people that even say that they know him uh, not follow him and, and the trusting of him at this point in time. And so uh, I think that has been really the effect on us, you know, because we, you know, it's a lot of ministry, you know, and at the same time, it's also a lot of uh, being able to watch um, how people treat you, uh, you know, the whole thing of not being able to buy or sell, all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And you go into these areas, into these stores. And I mean, my wife and I have been, you know, yelled at and you, you name it. Um, because of not succumbing to the fear. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of that going on, man. You know, so, so there's effects around you that uh, end up also you know, coming onto your, into your life, into your shoulders. So uh, that's what we deal with the most. 
Wow, what what an incredible perspective, and, and and appreciate you sharing that. And and just from a uh, even taking it further from a, a personal standpoint, as far as any ways that that maybe your your faith has been uh, able to to grow in the midst of this, maybe a a specific verse that you you've clung to, mm-hmm. or, or or something like that during this time. Christ is everything, man. And I think what happens is that in the, in in a moment like this is when we have to realize that we have a uh, a relationship with a supernatural God. We, we weren't meant to be mere men on the earth. We were, you know, small G's, like he's the big G over the entire universe. And we're supposed to have that relationship that that allows us to, to, to live and breathe on that, on that plane. And I think a lot of people um, have head knowledge, you know, they're churchgoers and, and those kind of things. But when the rubber meets the road and uh, the ability to trust and to watch him move supernaturally, which is his intent. He confirms his word with signs following. It's, it's his intent to uh, show himself strong in the midst of what men cannot do uh, and what men say is impossible. That's when he he breathes the easiest mm. is, you know, mm. it's like he, what manner of man is this that, that calms the, 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 the waves and the seas and, and tells the, the, the wind to cease. And I mean, that's the kind of God that we serve. And he also placed that power within us. And Jesus said, the greater works than these shall you do because I go into the Father. And so we have that uh, uh, perspective to breathe in so that we can breathe it out. And I think uh, at this point in time is when you realize, what do you really believe? Mm. And is God able to sustain you and be God that uh, confounds you know, everyone else walking around? Mm. Um, and that's where my wife and I kind of live. Um, one thing that God said to us a while ago is that he dwells in the impossibilities of men. Mm. And so when things get impossible is when God shows up, um, everything else you can do yourself, you know? And so, um, we're having a, a, a great time, not, um, in ourselves for ourselves through ourselves, but it's again, you never lose the compassion and the empathy for other people. And so it's, it's when you take on being able to uh, be a supplier and you take on the needs of other people that it begins to affect your life. Um, and, 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 and it should, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not really talking about it in, in a sense of uh, while they're, you know, they're putting themselves, their, their things upon me, but it should, if you are a, a child of God, you're the one sent, you're the one left here to be Christ in the earth. Hmm. And um, he came to save the entire world and he leaves us here to be in his stead. And so, um, it's a lot of ministry and, and, and it's, it's hard to watch and and because uh, you, you, you want better for God's people. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we are to be affected by that. We, we we're supposed to share each other's burdens. So mm. and that's, that's part of what we do. Man, we, we're already we got Cameron preaching already. I, I, I love it. <laughs> so it's awesome. Well, well, I want to uh, share your your story today or want you to share your story today right. here, here, here on unpacking it. And and so. I, I saw your movie last year, The, the Overcomer. It was awesome and, and big fan of, of, of your work in that movie specifically. And so I want to talk about your, your acting career because it's very unique and, and God's hand is, is all over it. And, and so we'll start, though, at the beginning. How and why did you first decide to become an actor? Man, this is you talk now. You, now you're going way back in the day. Way back. Um, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of fell into it. You know, uh, you know, uh, it's it's kind of in tandem with sports. You know, I was a uh, a pre med pre law student at University of Miami, and I had gotten a, um, a partial athletic and academic scholarship to to the school. 
And so I was playing football at the time, JV, you know, playing with Otis Anderson, you know, uh, Jim Burt and uh, um, uh, Jim Kelly. And that was the area of what, what, what was going on at, at the school at the time. I kind of fell into it. I started doing a fashion show and, you know, I was a, a lot bigger than I am now. And they had to tear the shirt down the back to make sure that I could button it down the front kind of a thing wow. uh, when I did my first commercial. And that kind of led me to other things. You know, one thing led to another as, as I, I got involved. I got into like 10 different competitions and won like eight out of 10 as an actor, which I had never done anything. And so it just kind of sparked an interest. And I got involved with some smaller agencies and those kinds of things went from Miami to New York, New York to California. And by that time I was doing the, the, the episodics, the Miami Vice, mm -hmm. uh, Doogie Howser, uh, China Beach, those kind of things. And um, when, I got, when I got to uh, California, Man, it was like another world. Like really, New York, as far as studying, as far as actors, another deal. Okay, you mm -hmm. thought you were an actor in Miami. No, New Yorkers, these guys lived and breathed it like a religion, man. It was crazy. Wow. You, know, you talk about being a fan, man. They, they, they lived it. And so I, I did all my studies in New York, ended up in California uh, doing Movie of the Weeks and that kind of stuff. And I was in Toronto, uh, Canada, doing a Movie of the Week. And my manager called me and he said, hey, they want to see you for the series. Um, and it would have been my first, you know, uh, starring role, my own series, that kind of thing. And so I came back after I did the movie of the week and went to the audition, a whole bunch of well-known actors, that kind of stuff. And, you know, you're looking at that, like, well, how'd I get here? You know, hmm. and, um, and finally I ended up with the role. And so, you know, that moment in time where something happens that you've been waiting for all your life and the sky is bluer, the gr grass is greener hmm. kind of a thing. And that's how I was feeling, man. It's like, wow, I am about to become this star about to, you know, name and lights, that kind of stuff. And before signing the contract, my agent called me and said, Hey, you know, by the way, they want you to do partial body nudity. Wow. And this was wow. when they were, um, you know, uh, cable was really doing this thing, you know, risque kind of stuff. And TV was just trying to, you know, keep up. And so, um, I said to my manager, I said, I, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a Christian and I, you know, you know, and he, he knew who I was and he, he wasn't uh, uh, surprised by it. And so we called the agent and we told him that. And the agent said, well, you know, let me go ahead and check with them. And they did. And they told him, well, you know, Cameron doesn't have to do it. We'll give him a, 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 a body double. And so I'm thinking, hey, that's the answer to it all. So I'm about to sign for my first starring role, own series, good money. And the Lord tapped me on the shoulder and said, they're going to think it's you. You got to shun even the appearance of evil. Mm, that's good. And so, brother, I dropped it. I dropped everything, ended up getting blackballed and, and lost agent, lost, you know, all the all, all kind of things, you know, went bankrupt, the whole shebang when it comes to the whole film and television. And so left the industry as a whole, pursued other things. And mainly my pursuit then was ministry. Mm. And so I um, joined, um, to make a long story short, I, I ended up uh, selling suits, right? Oh. And at the, at the end of 10 months, of selling suits, I looked at my year to date and, and, and I started laughing. My coworker, you know, started, thought that was crazy. And I said, I remember when I made this like in a week and put this as a deposit on my floor. And so it was just kind of crazy stuff. And um, so I went and started teaching, you know, um, and I said to the Lord, you know, I, you, you tell me to teach, but I only know one sermon. So what am I going to do the next week? And so, you know, the, the Spirit said to me, you know, just open your mouth, I'll, I'll teach you. And so I went to teach at a small little church and um, for free. Hmm. And God just began to make people live. You know, before I knew it, you know, uh, the church was thriving. People were living. 
Um, the pastor gave me my own, uh, um, uh, I think it was a, a Monday night service uh, for me to go teach a Bible study. It called Kingdom Reality Living, I called it. People just started to live, man. And the word of God just became the thing. And I love it. And I loved it then. I love it now. And I, I left uh, California, came to Atlanta and started two different churches, got married. I had never thought that I'd ever be back, you know, in uh, film and television. It was the, the farthest thing from my mind. Um, I thought I was going to be four wall ministry for the rest of my life. Uh, and I love it. Nothing against uh, it at all. And that's what shocked me so much is that it was such a passion and, and such a desire and um, um, mentoring people, uh, raising them up, watching them become that's man, that's, that's the biggest joy. And, um, in about 2013, um, these, uh, there was a, a, a lady looking, uh, looking to do a, a Christian film and I spoke to my wife and my wife, uh, said, Hey, I, you know, you need Cameron on that. And she said, Oh, you think he'd do it. And so I ended up going to the audition and I, and they had to drag me because I told God, no. Hmm. I, I I am not going back to this because I, I in my mind all I thought was Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, how long had you been out? Oh, I had been out now for, uh, at that point uh, since '94, '96 to 2013. Wow. Okay. So I had okay. been. Oh no, I have been out of it, man. I like I said, I never thought I'd be back. Basically, out of the blue, this opportunity presents itself. Out of the blue, um, uh, God was giving me these dreams for like about a, a week when my wife uh, uh, was approached to come uh, and, and find out about getting another actor. And that's when she said, you, you need Cameron on that. And within those, those that week, when she, when she came to me, um, I said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And God kept on waking me up with the same dream, same dream. And I thought he wanted me to write something. I started writing it and it was about this lawyer. And it turned out that the role that they wanted me to play was the same, the same lawyer. Uh, and so God uh, said, go to the audition. And I went to the audition, got the role. And I've been in Christian films ever since. Man. And it, 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 in the last seven years, I may have done maybe 21, 22 films between, you know, television pilots and films. It has been surreal. Still teaching. I'm still traveling and teaching as far as the word is concerned. I do that quite a bit. And um, but this film thing, man, you, I, I realized that this was God's choice mm. for me. Um, and, and people think that, you know, as an actor, this is what you want to do. And now it is because I've fallen in love back with God and with it, but um, this is God's choice, and 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 He made it obvious. Man, well, I want to talk about what you know what you're doing now, what you've been doing the, the last few years, but but let's go back to the the decision to walk away because I think <laughs> I think all of us face you know situations or decisions where we mm -hmm. either choose to obey God or to do what we want to do and, and pursue what, what ultimately is a, a selfish desire or, you know, a selfish direction to go. And so it's that, you know, classic fork in the road type of thing. So when you look back on that decision and what it cost you and, and during that time period, you know, following that, you mentioned, you know, the, the financial issues and people kind of turning their back on you and getting blackballed, that's a major right. cost. So, so, so right. take us into that from a spiritual standpoint, a personal standpoint, what you went through by making that decision to obey. Wow, man. I, you know, it's, it's um, sometimes when I, when I give my testimony, I, I try to uh, uh, choose my words very carefully because 
when you're giving your testimony, you, you never want to uncover someone else mm. or any other people. Mm. You know, I, I talk about the principles and the things that happen, but but I never want to talk about other people's lives because that's their own to give. But uh, what 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 happened is it is is that the the decision wasn't hard to make because Christ had already become Lord. And the relationship between us were, was already solid. So it's not the choice that was hard. It's it's actually dealing with the fallout and um, being a human in the process of realizing now you and you know you, I've always been an East Coast kid. You know what I'm saying? And so now I'm in you know I'm on the West Coast and I'm by myself. You know I don't have too many people that I, I can really say that are these are my friends' friends. And um, and so I end up, you know, feeling, you know, kind of isolated. And so I think that was part of the uh, maybe the hardest thing is that, you know, um, and be, and I'm saying this because prior to my my marriage, my my life now, I was married before. Mm. And my, you know, throughout all this, my ex-wife decided to leave, took the children. And those are things that I, I try not to deal with in a sense because I, I'm not trying to put a damper on on somebody else's life. But that's just part of what happened to mine. Hmm. And so um, I, so I, when I say I lost everything, dude, I lost everything and everyone. Wow. Um, so the decision cost me dearly. Hmm. But at the same time, would I do it again? Yes. Um, only because I know and I knew then that it was God saying it's time. Hmm. Uh, I may have not done it the same way. I may have, I, I may have, have, have tried to do certain things that were that was able to uh, safeguard certain issues and certain you know processes within the the, the journey, but I would have definitely made the same decision because I, I didn't have I didn't have a choice in that I couldn't do what was going to put a, a damper or a, give God, God a black eye. I, I couldn't you know uh, take this role. Uh, knowing what it meant to uh, my relationship to God, also to my representation of him, hmm. which was really the biggest thing, because I deal with where am I leading people when they look at my life? What does it mean and, and, and what does it show? And so um, I, I, I had no other choice. And it was that choice that made everyone leave, you know, wow. because the money wow. dried up, everything dried up. So, it, you know, it's almost like a, you know, you're having a job experience in that sense. And so yeah, so it, yeah, I, I I would do it again, and um, I I would I would have you know I think maybe been a, a little wiser you know looking back there's always a, a, so much to learn mm -hmm. you know looking backwards, but um, this decision yeah ha, would would have had to make it. And no, it's it's incredible, and and I've got uh, I I walked away from a job that I thought was great too, and so I can relate to certain aspects of that story, and, and knew that God was leading me onward, and so. I'm I'm right there with you, and and you, you look back and you go, ah, I could have done a few things differently, and yeah. there, there's wisdom now, and you're you're more mature in your faith, even having gone Correct. through that, that Correct. that if you were put in that situation, you you would respond differently. But uh, but no, I appreciate that, and and I'm I'm just curious too though, when when you were you know pursuing it initially, you're out in Hollywood and you're you're getting some of these opportunities, your faith was still important to you then. So I guess mm -hmm. what what did you think your career was going to be like? How, how did you think you were going to be a, a Christian in Hollywood? And and I guess kind of part of that means too that back then the the, the whole Christian uh, movie industry wasn't the same as it was back then either. Correct. Oh yeah. No. No. There. No. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be found at that at that point in time. You know that I knew of anyway. But you know it, it's 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 not like there weren't a lot of things that could be done. You know, and that's, I, I guess that's what got me the most, you know, like I said, up, up until that point, I had been a Christian since, you know, as far as devout 
I mean, really connected to God since New York. And so I had been doing things like the Miami Vice doing, there are so many things that could be done. It's just that uh, at that point in time, the atmosphere shifted. Whereas, like I said, you know, uh, television started to have to compete because it was losing all that market share to the, 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 the decadence of cable. And so all of what I could have done started to get tainted. And so the offerings started to shift. And, and it's not like there weren't other offerings, but that offering there brought the decision to a head. Mm. And so it wasn't that, you know, I was looking to get out or, or that I thought that I was going to be out or that I thought the rest of what I had done was not right. You know, it was, and, and I knew that Hollywood wasn't the, you know, uh, the bastion of righteousness, but the bottom line is that there were still principle centered things that you could do mm. and, and survive. And there still are. Even in the secular film industry, there still are, are great roles. I mean, I mean, you take a look at at, at um, this is us. You take a look at there are certain you know things that are just meaty, relationship, you know, that deal with uh, the reality of life, but they're not necessarily taking someone away from Christ, nor are they debasing uh, uh, your personal uh, uh, perspective in order to, to to have a career. I mean, I would just like then I wouldn't do Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People have lost their minds doing that stuff. They they are now um, going through therapy because they gave their souls and their lives to to this decadence. I mean, that was never a choice that I could make. And but they were always but right now there are things that I, secular things that I would do, but they haven't I haven't gotten to the point where they've been offered yet. Mm. But not that I'm looking for them or anything else because God has been so faithful. Mm to give me the roles that he has wanted. And so if he, if there's a secular role that I will have, it'll be something that he gives, just like he's been giving the Christian one. I'm, I'm not looking to be an actor. Hmm. I am looking to continue to represent Christ. And if this is the field that I'm in, then it's the field. But I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not an actor first, and hmm. I'm not an entertainer first. Hmm. <laughs> I'm a Christian first. Amen. Amen. I'm right there with you. Well, yeah. no, that that's awesome. And so God really, you know, even though he, he took you through that that, that Job like desert experience mm-hmm. to to then give you this passion for ministry, passion for him and all the work that he did then and continues to do through you, so encouraging to hear. And then from the the, the entertainment movie standpoint, TV, he's restored that and to, to bring you back yeah. into it and to be able yeah. to do it for his glory and and, and so many yeah. of these roles are are so encouraging, and you know, I mentioned Overcomer. I mean, what an inspiring movie! It's just incredible, and so I encourage everybody to check that out if you if you haven't already. And and so when you, you you look at even that, we'll talk about that role specifically. That really shows God's restoration of your career because He puts you in such a great role that fit you so well. At least I can tell from my perspective. So so why why did that fit you so well, and, and why were you able to to nail it the, the way that you did? Well, you know, again, you know, the Holy Ghost shows up, you know, and I tell folks, you know, you, you, you train, you train, you train and, and uh, life experience, everything else. But it is when the Holy Spirit anoints you to do something, it takes you ab- ab- above and beyond. It, so I, I truly believe in anointing. Um, everyone is not meant to do the same thing. And that's why we're all the same. It's not a matter of better than or, or, or lesser than. It's are you anointed to be where you are and are, have you discovered God's path for you? And so I, I, I was honored and, and humbled that God would bring me back in such a way and to put me in a film that dealt with identity mm. in that everything derives from him because that's the heart 
you know, beat of, of me as a person. I believe everything comes out of God, that's even the teaching of kingdom reality that 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 we that we that we teach. I, I even way back when I, when I was teaching kingdom reality living, that was the the perspective. Everything comes out of God, and without God, nothing was made that was made. Mm. And so, to be put in a film that deals with strictly that, calling the church and calling the world back to Himself to identify with Him, man, I I was ecstatic. I mean, I was you know you 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 know, you you're walking around pinching yourself. Because God is is honoring you by by calling the church and the world back to Himself through a, a project that um, He uh, that He gave you. Yes, that's mm. just awesome. Gosh, it it really is. And and when you uh, look at some of your your projects that are coming out this year, is there one maybe that you can talk about specifically that that you're especially just excited and, and passionate passionate for people wow. to see? Man, you know, um, all of them have a, a a specialness in a sense of the message because, and that's what's great about it, is that you get an opportunity now to speak well-roundedly uh, uh, from God's standpoint, from Christ's standpoint. Every message that's, that's spoken is, again, just like the hats. It's many hats, one mind. You know, you see that God is allowing you to preach on the on the pulpit of screen and stage and those kind of things that go beyond you. And, and and tackle all these topics that are so crucial. You know, we have one coming out called Don't Say My Name and it deals with uh, child trafficking. Oh. Um, and, you know, uh, again, to see God dive into this topic where it's kind of the elephant in the room, all this, you know, pedophilia and all that kind of stuff that's going on right now, uh, whether it's Hollywood or just life period, you know, trafficking of children and it's, 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 it's uh, a travesty. And yet now through film, we're able to tackle that from a, a Christ perspective and bring his, pers- not only his perspective, but but unveil it in such a way as people to get involved and not look at it as something that shouldn't be talked about or should be shunned and walked away from. But no, we have to dive in. We are the ones that's supposed to do justice. And so I, I'm very passionate about that. There's one called Discarded Things that's coming up uh, uh, with Karen Abercrombie, a, a phenomenal story. Uh, we have another pilot that we did called uh, Angels Unaware that is uh, uh, just in pre- uh, um, post-production now. And so a lot of different projects that speak on God's perspective on so many topics, man. And and that's the beauty of it is that we're, we're, we're getting uh, the opportunity to speak and l- allowing the Holy Spirit to speak in all these areas. And it's something that the church needs to uh, get involved with. A- Amen. Well, and, and what's so cool is the way that God speaks through movies and and music and and tv and sports and and he's he's a big god who 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 leverages the things that sometimes we're you know drawn to or whatever uh and so it's encouraging the the way that uh movies specifically are are used and um i know i've been inspired in in many ways uh through through movies so uh, I appreciate the the work that you do and your role as a, whether it's an actor or some of the other you know projects you're involved with with different roles as well. Uh, it, it's 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 cool to uh, to know the heart behind what you want to do and that there are deep important messages being shared. So I'm right. I'm grateful for that for sure. Well, thank you so much, man. Again, you know what what you have there is is such an important platform and 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 you know uh, I, I I praise God for being able to honor your heart 
to to go after the fans because again we spend so much time dealing with the celebrities but the reality is that you have guys people out there that need to be uh nurtured that need to be you know upheld and so it's it's a very important thing and, and it's a it, i think it's a great platform oh well I'm, i appreciate that we we love doing it and 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 loved having you here on unpacking it today to to hear about your your story and and i love hearing stories of obedience and being willing to you know uh, give up and sacrifice in, in order to follow god's plan and and to now see the the fruit and and to see the restoration and with with your your you know second marriage and and what god's been doing through that and having the opportunity to talk to bj and what a wonderful woman and so uh, it, it's, awesome. it's, it's cool to see all that, all that God, uh, has done and continues to do. So I, I greatly appreciate yeah. that. So he's Cameron Arnett joining us here on the unpacking it podcast, intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is unpacking it with Bryce Johnson. And we're back in the Unpacking It studios to unpack our conversation with Cameron Arnett and really, really appreciate his passion, his deep faith. Wow, what an inspiring guy. And so I definitely have to unpack uh, the story that he shared and how he was willing to walk away from Hollywood, to walk away from a big opportunity to really keep his integrity be obedient to the direction that God was leading him and, and to trust God that, that, you know, the plan that, that God had for him uh, was the best. And hearing this story, it, it just makes me ask the question to you, to myself, is our faith leading us to make some sacrifices? Is our faith costing us something? And not that we have to, always be doing something dramatic or you know wild or crazy or something like that but there are times in our life where we have to take drastic steps of faith to trust God and if he is clearly leading us and it's something you know according to scripture and you know we're choosing integrity we're choosing character we're choosing obedience over maybe selfish gain then we could feel pretty confident that that's the direction to go and and so sure it would be cool for Cameron to have you know a hit tv show and you know early in his career have that kind of success and all that comes with that but he chose to 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 walk away and you know he didn't necessarily know how much it would cost him but he knew that he had to make that decision and then to see God restore him and, and to bring him back into Hollywood and then to be a part of such a huge film and, you know, be honored and recognized as an actor and then get all these new opportunities at this stage of his career that still fall in line with who Cameron is and, and the impact that he wants to have on people. It's just it's such a great story. And so for you and I, we have to, we have to think about that. OK, in life, have I chosen obedience and integrity over selfish gain or was i so worried about the promotion or what my boss was going to think that i just you know kind of went with the flow and and went with uh, what the you know the culture dictated whether it's the work culture the the, the larger culture friends around you expected you to do and so you fell in line with you know what they were doing 
or did, or, or did you stand up? And, and when those opportunities present themselves in the future, are we willing to stand up for what we believe to be the, the right thing to do that God is you know, convicting us of? We feel that prompting. Like we know it. We know it deep in us, the conviction of the Holy Spirit, especially as followers of Jesus, that we, ha- we have to make that choice uh, to, to follow him. And, and so there, there will be times, though, that it's a, it costs us dearly. From, from a worldly standpoint, you know, it costs us uh, money or comfort or convenience or a friend or a job, you know, something along those lines. And, and we have to, uh, to make the tough choice. But ultimately, if we believe in the goodness and faithfulness of God, it, it, it's actually an easy decision. And if we truly love God and desire to follow Jesus, it, it is an easy decision when it comes down to it. Now, you know the 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 processing of it and and the the wrestling with it to go oh man I don't want to give all this up oh I don't want to do that oh but what about this or what about that okay some of that's tough but then to make the decision oh man now God will give us the peace God will give us the confidence that we need to push ahead and so I hope that uh, that's just encouraging to you and and maybe you're you're facing something right now and I hope that God can you know speak through uh, Cameron or or you know. This conversation that we're having right now, that that it'll prompt you and and maybe push you a little bit to to go for it, uh, to take the step of faith, to stand up where you need to stand up, and to to choose yeah faith over fear, and obedience and conviction over convenience and comfort and selfish gain. So, man, it's good stuff. It's hard. It's it's hard. It's hard to process. It's hard to wrestle. Uh, no question about it. So great show today. Really appreciate you listening and always love hearing from you. You can email me, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. Did you see the movie Overcomer? I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on that movie uh, or, or maybe another movie that, that Cameron happens to, to, to be in. And then I also have some friends that, that are a part of the, uh, the upcoming movie Discarded Things uh, that, that Cameron is a part of as well. So hoping that that uh, movie does well. And and then also be sure to check out unpackingit.com slash fantasy. Join one of our three leagues. Get the fantasy football fellowship playbook. And either, you know, you can do it through your own league, you can read it with your other buddies, or you can read it on your own. Either way, uh, check it out. Well, as always, I wrap things up by reminding you that I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected, and through faith, I have been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.